0: Good morning, everybody. This is Sally Reese here from Healthy Options. You're listening to Fresh FM, and we're on 104.8. So, today I'm going to talk about a somewhat controversial topic, and that is our immune system or immunity. And I thought it was important to inform people, get some information out there about our immune system. As it's such a hot topic these days, yes. So we're starting off. I'm I'm going to tell you about a book that I've had for some time, and what I'm going to say is is from this book, and it's called Electrical Nutrition. And it's a revolutionary approach to eating that awakens the body's natural electrical energy. We are electrical. Everything we eat, drink and touch affects us electrically. So you can use this extraordinary program to boost your stamina, vitality and libido, reverse the signs of aging, strengthen your immune system and speed recovery from common health problems, rid your body of dangerous toxins and lower cholesterol, and achieve optimal weight. So it's written by Denny and Shelley Heistand. Heistand, I think he's of Dutch origin anyway. And there's a foreword in the book by John Gray, author of Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. So some of you might know that name quite well. Okay, so he says in the book, one of our most important electrical systems in the body is the immune system. Its job is to protect our body from illness, allowing the rest of our body to function properly. And anything that compromises our immune system can be considered an electrical body bomb or an EBB. So these electrical body bombs include things like improper fermentation, prescription medications, immunizations, recreational drugs, chemotherapy, microwaves and aspartame and the classic birthing model so our immune system is connected electrically to our endocrine system and this system is a series to put it simply as a manufacturing plant that produces chemicals and hormones and sets us up for the electrical interface for many of the body's primary functions. So as the endocrine system starts to overload, due to the effects of incorrect digestion and preservatives and other additives in our food, it produces the wrong hormone at the wrong time in the wrong amount for the wrong reason. The resulting imbalance then affects the electrical firing of the brain cells, often inducing mood swings, anxiety, depression, chronic fatigue, PMS and other emotional disorders. Every free radical, free radical is like harmful waste product of the cell function. Every piece of improperly digested food, every toxic chemical we ingest puts stress on the electrical systems of the body and produces a toxic loading on the cells. So in order to create harmony in the electrical system in our body, the body looks for ways to clean out the toxic buildup, and it tries to create an environment that induces the population explosion of certain microorganisms resulting in what we call a cold. Getting cold at night can be a trigger for catching a cold. Colds, however, are not actually caught. They are a natural correcting function arising from an imbalance within the body. This imbalance is sometimes caused by the body's drop in temperature and the resulting pH change. So that's a measure of acidity and alkalinity in the body. But more often it's caused by the body's need to lower its general toxicity to flush the poisons out. The subsequent increase in temperature and mucus production in the body's natural way of dealing with the toxic loading. This is an electrical nutrition concept, however, there are a few scientific references that point to the importance of maintaining the correct pH balance of the body. So our modern reaction is to rush to the doctor for an anti biotic prescription or cold medicine but by suppressing the body's natural cleaning and detoxing process with the use of drugs we actually damage the immune system and the electrical circuitry of the body so it's very interesting so we don't catch cold from people it's all about our body temperature and especially at night when our body temperature drops sometimes. So talking about immunisations, he says that the only way the immune system builds up strength and resilience is to naturally experience the factors that will trigger its response. This was the original logic behind immunisation. However, he says immunisation is an entirely different animal from the natural fortification process that occurs in the body. For example, when one gets a cold, the chill puts the immune system under stress so that any viral activity in the body, there is some viral loading at all times in the body, takes this opportunity to have a population explosion. The cold is the response to this immune stress and the resulting imbalance in the microflora or viral activity. The body uses this imbalance to trigger a spring clean which we experience as the cold. In essence the cold is the body cleaning and correcting itself. So immunisation ignores this chain of events. From an electrical point of view immunisation is based on an erroneous premise. It is an electrical bombardment that devastates the ability of the body to control its microorganism population naturally. So injecting the microorganisms into the muscle tissue with immunisation is a totally unnatural way for it to get into the body. It's impossible to produce in a laboratory that which millions of electrical interactions produce in our incredibly complex bodies. Not one of the microorganisms in a vaccination contains the same frequency or the same electrical matrix of any microorganisms already existing in the body. So how can they accurately trigger the body's defences? In fact, these foreign substances can only be perceived by the body as poison. This is the cause of the toxic shock syndrome that sometimes accompanies immunisations. To inject into the tissue any potentially life-threatening and toxic substance has to run the risk of causing a toxic shock effect. In fact, vaccination is statistically known to kill 3% of its recipients. In a medical clinic where I work, this is the author of the book, a woman suffered a life-threatening emergency that lasted in excess of eight hours as a result of toxic shock induced by a flu vaccination given earlier at another clinic. The germ theory of disease stems from the research of Frenchman Louis Pasteur. This is quite an interesting story actually because there's two men involved in this story and we don't hear of the second one, we hear hear of Louis Pasteur, but there is someone else involved in what he was doing. But he says, the true research in Pasteur's institute was the eminent scientist Antoine Bechamp. Bechamp, a man without public savvy, argued all his life that disease was caused by disharmony and imbalance of the body's natural microflora. But Pasteur, who was being funded by his friends in the rapidly growing pharmaceutical industry, promoted the idea that bacteria caused disease and that bacteria could be killed by drugs. Our entire germ-based, microorganism-killing pharmaceutical industry grew from this erroneous scientific premise. On his deathbed, Pasteur apologised for deliberately taking Baschelt's research out of context so that his institute could benefit from the funding that was coming from the newly emerging drug companies. In fact, he admitted that he was wrong and that Bichon was right. By then, however, the drug companies and their cooler germs at all cost system had become entrenched. And today, our healthcare system is a direct legacy of this lie. You can see the original research writings of Pasteur and Bichon in a book called Pasteur Exposed and The Dream Lie. Yes, so it's very Interesting. So he says, my belief based on years of clinical experience and observation is that the electrical bombardment from immunisation can have a profound adverse effect on our health and vitality that we can sometimes carry into adulthood. If the body is able to function in perfect electrical harmony without its immune system being destroyed by incorrect nutrition, doctor or food-induced chemical poisoning – and toxic bombardment, the strength of its own immunity is the best defense against disease states developing. He goes on to talk about the ingredients and vaccines. So these are some of them these substances that I'm going to mention haven't been filtered through the body's normal digestive processes because they're injected straight into the bloodstream. They can be highly toxic when injected. So some of these are formaldehyde, which is a known carcinogen, thimerosal an antiseptic that is 49% mercury, aluminium potassium sulphate, aluminium phosphate is also used in deodorants as we know, Lactalbumin hydrolysate Phenol, which is carbolic acid, which is extremely toxic Acetone, which is volatile and can easily cross the placental barrier and enter a fetus's system And glycerine, which is an alcohol derived from decomposed fat That can damage kidneys, liver, lungs and local tissue That's the cell damage at the injection site And can cause excessive urination and possible deaths so there you are. I have to say that I'm a purist at heart, and I like to keep my body as pure as possible and prevent any foreign matter going into it. Don't take drugs. I don't need to because like, I very rarely get a headache or anything like that. Aches and pains, don't get that. And I certainly don't do vaccinations. And you can argue, oh, you must have had the measles or the mumps one, but I didn't have control at that age, so... I don't have the flu vaccine because I believe that, you know, if you look after your health properly, your immune system will work really well. That's my message, really. And we can look after our immune system by eating the right foods and stop eating other foods that are processed and full of chemicals and really harmful for our body. So just recently, I've decided to stop eating flour, white flour, brown flour, any kind of flour, because it just stuffs up the body. It's very harmful. And sugar, of course. I eat as little sugar as possible. I love fruit, so fruit sugar is fine. Lots of fibre in the fruit and other minerals and phytonutrients. So I believe fruit is very good for us. So that's my message for today. And now I wanted to tell you about the upcoming events at Natural Nosh. So tomorrow we have our raw food lunch. So if you really, really want to come, you can contact me. And you might be able to come along. We will be down at the Tasman Bay Cruising Club, which is called also the Red Shed, just off Ackiston Street, down at the marina. And we've got a really good group of people coming. I think we've got about 20 coming this time, which is great. I've just about finished preparing the menu, so it's going to be good. We're having, for dessert, we're having a brownie parfait, which is delicious. And I can't tell you the rest. You'll have to come along and find out. So contact me either by text or email. You can find me at naturalnosh.nz and do come along. So I'm working on a document to make available to people. It's about healthy pantry swaps. So it's for you to take with you when you go shopping and maybe one day you feel like decluttering your kitchen cupboards. So you can have a look at some of the products in there and it will help you remove some of the harmful products and packets and tins and bags and replace them with much better quality options so that's coming shortly nearly finished that so that's it for today folks remember to check my facebook page there's lots of interesting articles there's more recipes on there i update it frequently so it's quite active so that's natural nosh so have a great week everybody and we'll talk soon this is sally reese from natural nosh signing off from healthy options